0: Okay, okay, okay. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. There ain't no rules. There is no plan. No safety net. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. The Three Nose Podcast. Oh, pitter patter. Let's get at her. Ah. <sighs> 1792. Sounds uh, Not usual. Summer's not usual. Apple. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, well, welcome you, to the Three Notes Podcast. Hi. I, hi I'm Jason. I'm Mike, and uh, we're going to talk. Yep. And we were just before we turned
1: this on, mm-hmm. we were watching Rammstein.
0: Rammstein. Yeah. I'm I'm a late adopter to Rammstein. Yeah. I, but I enjoy what I've seen. I've seen two different concerts. Yes. And a couple other videos. Like I don't understand a word they're saying. Nope. Doesn't matter. Nope. I I get. I get what the, I get the entire spectrum of emotion that they're trying to display. Yes. With some amazing stagecraft.
1: The, the 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 stage presence that each one of them presents like is wholly unique to them. Yes. So like Till the lead singer he is so much larger than life whereas Flaque, the keyboardist is in real life he's terrified of strangers really yes so that's why he's always looking off the the to the sides of the stage to the wings like okay. he doesn't
0: like and being- uh, and that using the whole treadmill effect just gives him an excuse to be facing in that direction exactly that and the fact that
1: is said it gives him something to focus on other yeah. than so that's
0: wow never see we never think the, uh, of like psychological like i know i know psychology students and and all them i know they do all that yep. but us layman we never <laughs> think about the psychological meaning to how artists operate um for the most part yes like with
1: with my wrestling i i me oh, and my yeah. other guys uh that in my in my click we were very conscious of the psychological effect that we're trying to present right, because yeah, I hadn't thought of that where we were trying, we would try to, well, we're trying to elicit an emotional reaction from complete strangers for, from like the actions in that we take in the ring, the facial expressions that we display in the ring, the the stuff that we actually say to the crowd mm-hmm. from the ring. Yeah. And the whole idea there, there there's
0: the psychology of a wrestling match. Yes. is Very real. That book that there was a BTE joke. Yeah. Kenny had that book. It was yeah. just like a little, looked like a little notebook uh, of the, the book of ring psychology. Yeah. As much as
1: BTE and those guys poo poo wrestling psychology, it has gotten us. To this point, from the days of like Abraham Lincoln, yes. So it has, it has worked. Yeah, and the reason that it works is because the 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 emotional psychological animal you're playing on that part. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to have a good guy. Why you have to have a bad guy.
0: You have to have rules. That um, uh, I shared a, a YouTube video. Of uh, it was like nine wrestlers who should have biopics, mm-hmm, and here's mm-hmm. why. And uh, one of them was Gorgeous George. Yes, who you could uh, some would say was the first to go into a kayfabe direction. He he really
1: because of his flamboyance, at the the day that he did that, like it was all about the manly man. Mm-hmm. And you have a guy like. Gorgeous George come out with a pink robe, the bleached, blonde, long, curly hair, tossing out gold baby uh, bobby pins to the crowd. <laughs> That's what he would do. And he had a valet that she would spray perfume. Oh, wow. As they were walking because Gorgeous George could not abide by the smell of the common man that was
0: watching him. <laughs>
1: so, I can't remember his valet.
0: I've never heard the detail. Oh, yeah. I've always heard just the rough. Oh it, no! This is what he did. He
1: he did that. He played that up to the hill. You have you you was the uh, the OG ambiguous wrestling character. Mm-hmm. And then you get guys like Adorable Aegean Street, and everybody else plays off of that. But it all comes down to
0: Gorgeous George dressing in a pink robe, bleached blonde hair. And he knew that that would work the crowd. (laughs) Yes. Boom. He was the first to start using ring psychology. No. No? No. No? Everybody
1: was using ring psychology. He was the first to take it in that direction.
0: Okay. All right. So the, the, you're 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 mixing up character I, and ring psychology. I, yeah. Okay. I I see my mistake.
1: Yeah. Okay. But, Gorgeous George, this was like coming off of like war era mm-hmm. kind of thing. So everybody's manly man, and he took it in such a different direction, and everybody's going like, "What the actual? Who is this? I hope <laughs> this guy gets his ass kicked." And promoters are going. That guy looks like money, yeah. <laughs> so and
0: he was money, and-, and yes, that's why I would love to see a biopic. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm, that that is that, I, that may be a niche market, but as we saw with the wrestler you could they could pull off they they could put off some surprise hits, I think,
1: yeah, you do something like that, you do you those nine wrestlers that you talked about, you make a little docu series on Netflix or something like that, yeah, that's all you need to do, give each of those people an hour and you just hit the points,
0: yeah. And you are gonna go, yeah. One of those, yeah. things they do, they've done it with like comedians and whatnot. Yep. They, the the yep. I am series,
1: yep, yep, yeah. Well, they also like it. Kind of plays into the uh, like dark side of the ring mm-hmm. type docu series, like this. Yeah, I need to, I need to get into that. There, I think I watched the first season of it,
0: and it was just like, oh, this is hitting way too close to home for I, me. I so. I saw one episode, um, and by by sheer chance, I saw the Schultz. Oh, yeah. The slap heard around the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, funny
1: story about that. Uh, there's a thing going around in Ontario Indies. There's uh, uh, the youth movement is trying to get rid of the toxic vets. Okay. The toxic vets are going, we ain't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. There's to the point that merch is starting to be made. Oh, boy. So, there's a couple toxic toxic vet shirts that kind of look like um uh, uh like biker cuts kind of thing. Okay. Like toxic bets, Ontario kind of okay. like the, in like where in the 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 square patch at the bottom where it usually says MC, uh uh-huh. says KF. KF. KFabe. fabe. Ah. Okay. <laughs> so and another shirt that I saw that I want to get my hands on Bunch of my toxic vet friends had it and I saw it and went, I need that shirt. Black t shirt, white letters. All it says is ask John Stossel. (laughs) I saw that. I need that shirt. (laughs)
0: I don't know. Would I be allowed to have a shirt like that? Probably not. Okay. Then no. Uh, but, damn. Hey, that, that's a good one. That's a good shirt. That is a good shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, since we're on the talk of wrestling. Sure. AEW, man. They're firing on all cylinders right now. Well. At least for me. The the only thing that I, like like I told you
1: the other night, I said I'm only paying attention to certain things about that. Yeah. The only thing that really caught my attention out of last week's uh rotation was the CM Punk Eddie Kingston mm-hmm. confrontation. Yes. And
0: I'm just like that was fiery. That and- <laughs> wait, that that I don't know. Is is there some some shoot going on? No. 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 Okay. No. It's all Okay. that that just cements that, okay, they are that damn good. They are that good. Eddie Kingston is a phenomenal promo. Kingston, I am totally sold on his promo work. Absolutely. He's done it. They they did it as a joke, a gag thing on BTE for a little bit where they would just walk up to Eddie and say, Eddie, cut a promo on this Cheetos bag. And he would fucking do it. Okay, here's the thing. Guys that were
1: weak doing promos... Were getting in the cars with the vets that knew how to do good promos and they were making them cut promos on that guy's car, this bag of Cheetos, this, that's how you got your education about how to get better in the business. Those car rides were classrooms, not just cars. Uh, damn. So you, you, you have your driver who's usually either the the most experienced vet, or the second, the passenger, almost always is the most experienced vet. Okay. The back seat is the classroom. Okay. So for me, it's me driving, Sean Shooter in the passenger seat, and Copeland in the back seat. Okay. And if we're bringing up somebody that, like uh, Todd the Lost Shaw. Okay. Drove up with us one time. Todd Shaw went to school for two and a half hours that drive to to Hamilton. Okay. Uh, okay. Ask me if he retained or exercised any of those things that he learned in his match. I'm quite sure I already know the answer to the that. The answer would be no. Uh, so we we spent that much time. Talking like, like trying to convince him that what we're trying, what the way we do things is air quotes, the better way to do things because we're not killing ourselves with unnecessary bumps. Mm -hmm. We're not doing stupid shit. We're telling stories. People like when Sean and I's music hit, people were like, oh, like people were coming up when "For Whom the Bell Tolls" from Metallica, because mm-hmm. we taught those people that as soon as that song hits, two minutes later somebody's getting their ass kicked. Yep. So
0: <clears throat> that's what you wanted. That's you know? exactly what you wanted. I, and I'm come on, I, I, everybody knows Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. As soon as you hear that, dun, 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 dun.
1: the whole. The whole part of the look, the music, is a psychological thing to get you, the person that paid for those 18 inches, get you excited, get you on your feet, get you to buy that merch, get you to watch that TV, get you to buy those pay-per-views, get you to come back to the next live event
0: glass shatters if you smell exactly yeah yeah. it's all a visceral reaction nwo riff in the early
1: days
0: (laughs) i am a real american oh fuck yeah Yeah. yes yeah when
1: when the the height of hulkamania yep when that 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 kicked in Uh uh-huh the fucking roof fell off like blew off of every
0: building that he was in that fucking album yeah, that Wrestlemania album yeah. was it was was great. Why?
1: It was a stimulus. Yep. <laughs> and your response to that was <laughs> predestined <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but that's that's the psychological part of this. You look at Rammstein. It's the same thing. Yep. You look at the Avengers, every trailer that comes out, same thing. Oh, yeah. You look at, because what, what what movie was it that you were getting just completely hyped about, but they kept changing the music? Uh, the first Suicide Squad. That's right. Yep. So the same trailer, mm-hmm.
0: different music, yep. and each time you're going like, this is the greatest thing I, ever. Yes. Yes. That, 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 that Those trailers were hypnotic to me. You are, I admit, hit, hit yeah. trailers. A good trailer like that, you put the right score behind it, kind of thing. Like, holy fuck, does it get me? Is that like a psychological trigger? Yeah, absolutely. Well, imagine I'm a that. fucking puppet. I <laughs> I fully know this. No, but that is like I don't care. Oh. I know I'm plugged into the matrix, and it I is, don't care. Man. No, but that is the whole, the whole thing, the whole
1: business is. To grab your wallet, wring
0: it out as best they can, dude. I there <laughs> is a perfect example of what exactly you're saying right now. The Ghostbusters Afterlife, yeah. So we know it's coming. It's like two weeks or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's coming soon, and it's got early hype already because they did a complete like th- this is one of the tightest sets. In a long time. Yep. They kept things so tightly wrapped. And then they did a surprise screening at a small con somewhere at the end of August. Yep. Just a surprise screening. And let them have at it on social media. And it was a tidal wave of popular. Yeah. they have They have played the fiddle. <laughs> like Pied Piper, yeah. and it yeah. is working. Yeah. Carrot stick. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jason, IMAX. Right. Jason wants to see everything in IMAX now. Well, yeah. <clears throat> Spider-Man? Spider-Man might be something on that big
1: screen. Like It's just like, whoo. Yeah. A, that's, like, that's a big experience right there. I'm, mm-hmm. I haven't seen a, a a Hollywood production on IMAX. I've only seen like IMAX. Yeah, movies. Now it's not the same.
0: Okay, no. it's not the IMAX like you're thinking where you're laying in those the wraparound. Yeah, the Cinesphere yeah. thing. Yeah, which yes you can do apparently. If you want to go to Toronto, apparently you can see Spider Man in <sighs> the Cinesphere. I believe.
1: Oh my motion sickness,
0: Matt man. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that would be killer. Yeah, um, but it'd be one hell of a ride. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, take take extra barf bags and roll on. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: You're, you're, <laughs> free grab all. Of, you're, 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 uh, <laughs> you can grab a handful on the way in, and good luck, dude. Hardcore Henry. Oh God, that was rough enough on a TV screen.
0: <laughs> Brent couldn't make it. We no. tried. I, I mean, he and I tried to watch it one night. He, he couldn't. He made it twenty minutes. <sighs> I, I just
1: said I. I gutted my way through Hardcore Henry, and I'm just like. After I was just like, "Oh my god, my head hurt."
0: I'm so I'm bad. afraid. I want to rewatch it, but I'm afraid to rewatch it on my TV because it's so big. It's, it's UHD. It's like it, it's it's <laughs> deeper. <laughs> yeah. It's deeper definition. Like mm-hmm. a lot of shit looks like I'm watching the Nature Channel real. Like yep. you know. Yep. And it, it kind of freaks me out sometimes because I'm not used to seeing Big Bang Theory that way. The first <laughs> time, the first high-def
1: TV that I got was a um, DLP, the digital light processor. It had the little spinny thing on yep. it. The very first thing that I had. And uh, all I remember is I, I clicked it over to, I think it was like Cottage Network or whatever, something like that. And I could they showed a pine tree. And I could count the individual needles on mm-hmm. this. I'm
0: just like, this is amazing. It's it, you got to love that technology. Yep, 8K is coming out. I know, I know. I, I, and again, this is like my brain can't process it. I have to see it. Yeah, like the, the first time I actually saw the effect that I'm getting with my current TV yep. was uh, the when the third. Second or third Transformers movie it was coming out. Uh, or I was out on D V D or Blu ray. Because Walmart was showing it on a bunch of these screens. Yes. And it was because I could, had all these screens side by side, I could see the difference. Yeah, yeah. And wow, yeah, there there was one there was a one like sixty five inch or something <laughs> that it it looked real. Yeah. Like it had the real texture.
1: There's there's a couple times I've gone into best buy wandered through the high end that gets that gets weird doesn't it the the <laughs> the depth of the picture it's not like not 2d and anything but it's just like ultra high def mm-hmm. and you're just looking at them going like i've never seen a picture that looks like that before and it's a movie, and there's no artifacting, there's no pixelation. It's just I, I was like, watching God.
0: like baseball and like sports highlights yep. uh, when we were we were at Leon's a couple months ago while Crystal was doing her deal for her new couch that we haven't heard anything on. Yeah, you're not getting them a supply chain issue. Yeah, I know it's probably still in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, probably. At oh, the hopefully, of the hopefully ocean. it wasn't on that boat that sank. <laughs> Yeah, so one big boat. Oh, was, I saw. Uh, I yeah. saw.
1: There was they. They were interviewing um, the chief of the the native band that has their reserve right around there. Yeah, they go. Yeah, we've been pulling fridges out of the uh, the bay. I <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh no! But there's they. They showed one of the containers smashed up on these rocks, and there's just stuff strewn across the beach. Wow. Yeah, he goes. The chief is going like, yeah. This is quite the mess. And that boat's still on fire. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he was he was pretty nonplused about it, but I was now, like. Now, okay. How does this compare to like an oil spill? Uh, not as environmentally
1: devastating, I think. Because it's easier to pick up a fridge than it is...
0: Yeah, but what chemicals are involved in some of that stuff that's in there, right? right? But it, you could it, be it's getting a different hodgepodge. Right, right, right. But you're not you're not going to see, like,
1: flocks, you at of, least hope flocks that of baby ducks covered in oil.
0: No, no, because you would think that at least, uh, except for ones that might be crushed, Right, most of that stuff would be sealed pretty well and whatnot. Right. So right. if it just sank and wasn't crushed in any way, it'd be intact. Yeah, most likely. It's
1: not those containers aren't airtight. No, but as if, we've if, seen in thousands of movies, exactly. Said they're going to fall off a boat. They're going right to the bottom. So you're going to have a sweet artificial reef one of these days.
0: So, <laughs> but the Maybe, uh, uh, the atoll in uh, uh, Water World. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Which it, it's kind of ironic. In a very sad way because I was just watching, um, Mr. Beast and Mark Rober
0: on YouTube. Uh Uh-huh. They
1: just started a thing called, uh.
0: I'm familiar with Rober. I know of Beast, but I've not seen too much of
1: it. They started a, uh, a philanthropic endeavor to clean up 30 million pounds of garbage out of the ocean. Okay. And... <laughs> there, there, there's a I guess a giant garbage patch in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Yes, that's their
0: focus. They're going to try and clean up that. Okay, I've been there's been news articles about that or something. Something's been pinging my radar. Yeah, that's my term lately. Pinging, pinging the my radar, radar because yeah. I that's the only way to describe it. Like yeah. certain movies that I haven't seen in a while are really like popping up left and right. Pinging your so the radar. They're pinging the radar. Uh so yeah like Coyote I got to watch Coyote Ugly again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um but uh yeah so I fucking lost it. <laughs> Pothole. Pothole. Yeah no yeah. um so they they've started
1: this this uh venture to Right right okay yeah. Like they're taking donations so they and they're matching x number of dollars. And
0: the money they're they're financing these these ships. They're yeah. very. I don't know much about Mr. Beast, but uh Rober he's like a, a, a hyper engineer. Yeah. yeah, he does amazing engineering work. I've seen him do some interesting like mazes for squirrels. Yeah, that that was yeah. pretty fun. That was what he did through uh COVID. Yeah. So Beast is a just a content creator. Okay.
1: With I think upwards of fifty million subscribers on youtube but does he have a thing he
0: um or is he one of those he does just whatever
1: he does he has a couple channel like beast does the things where he you've seen the stuff where he goes out and he'll tip crazy amounts of money he'll give okay, people houses heard of that, yeah. yeah so like you know, the money that he makes off of youtube he tends to give it back mm-hmm. so beast has uh three or four channels now like one's like a reaction channel the other's like he does have a a, a philanthropy channel okay where he has like he's bought everything out of a grocery store and donated him donated everything to like food banks okay so he's one of the ones he um bought everything at like a playback sports or a, a sporting goods store Contacted four local high schools. I said, "Yeah, um, everything here is free. Come get what you need for your programs." So <laughs> he he like he he's doing that kind of thing. And Then he does like I filled my my buddy's pool full of millions of Orbeez kind of thing. So
0: <laughs> ooh ooh Orbeez! Yeah. Or, you don't want to mess with Orbeez like that. Um, yeah, uh, that Retin Link. Yeah, that uh, that uh, we're fans of Good, Good Mythical Morning, they did the thing with Orbeez, and Link got an Orbeez in his ear. Oh, that's and bad. he was freaking out. <laughs> and I forget how they finally got it out, but when he finally got it out, like you should have seen the uh, the sheer relief <laughs> on his face. It was it was amazing. He'd be all great. but, be but all he great. was freaking out. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> Fine. Um, so, but yeah, AEW. <laughs> so yeah, the Punk Kingston thing. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be looking forward to that because that that uh, that's going to be a fun a fun fight. Yeah, that. So the uh, one of the things that I did read,
1: um, Tony Khan was talking about um, the TNT TBS executives mm-hmm. were like jazzed over like being able to work with punk punk is going to be the face of that kind of thing. Okay. And for, for whatever reason, I, I it, it baffles me that punk punk is the man We you got Brian Danielson, but Brian Danielson, I think I, I, I Think he kinda lowers his stock because he works all the time. Yes. He's fighting everybody.
0: Yes. He's fighting so many different styles. Right. And which he, which to me he's doing what Roman Reigns has done. Yeah. Just much quicker. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. Vastly quicker.
1: So, there was there was one thing that was kinda like, Oh, this is gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Kenta. Kenta. Yeah. Yeah. Just won the IWGP U.S. title. Oh. Come to find out, Kenta is now coming over to the States for a tour like Minoru Suzuki did. Oh ho ho. Cuts a promo after winning the title. I think it was uh, he was in Japan. Perfect English. This time in the Fed was not totally wasted. Uh-huh. So he goes, yeah, I just want to let you know I'm ready. I'm coming to put CM Punk asleep.
0: Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Now, is that work or is there heat there?
1: Eh, who can say? Okay. Who can say? Okay. Like, only they know? Only they know. It all depends on... It's, it's work in in so much as they're going to be in the ringing making money together Mm -hmm. now the amount of money they make and how often they make that money depends on how real they make this fight okay so i know kenta kenta's ass was chapped that punk stole the go to sleep and everybody thought CM Punk made this move, and Kenta's going like, "What? What? Hold on!" So he's he's legitimately upset that his move was usurped by Punk. Okay. So that's where this this circle, this beef, is uh, stemming from. Okay. Kenta wants recognition for his move, right? And Punk is just like, "Whatever, dude."
0: So It's like, at this point now, how how ticked off is, is Laurinaitis now? Because there's so many versions of the cutters. N- okay, Laurinaitis wasn't the first person. Okay, to who cutter. was
1: then? Because I, I thought that's where... Pro wrestling history is hundreds of years old. Okay. So, uh, somebody somewhere grabbed a dude, dropped on his ass. Okay. Right. So, to say that that guy... I it, yeah. it
0: just, oh, that's the way it always sounded like. It's like that where he, he was the guy that everyone else had to ask permission or whatever. Permission. Okay.
1: Pro wrestling. This is like trying to ask somebody for, t- Hey, can I use that hammer lock?
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, is that, uh, <laughs> there was a guy, he's got a weird name that he does like, he has like so many different, Quacking, quack, quack. Oh, Mike Quackenbush. Mike Quackenbush. Is that why he's got like forty million finishers, and they're all just copies of other people's finishers? Yeah. Okay.
1: There was, um oh, Chris Canyon was an innovator of moves, like just coming up. Everything is a variation of something. Okay. So, like, why do a flip just to do DDT when you can just do a DDT? Yeah, that kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. that's one of the arguments against modern wrestling. They have they're going, doing way too much stuff, and they're just like, uh, you could just body slam a dude, that kind of thing.
0: So, MJF, yeah. Did you hear what he said to Darby Allen? Uh which time? This on uh, th- this past Dynamite, uh, MJF cut a promo just you know doing what m g f does yeah. and it, it it was it was gold dripping out, out of his mouth and he at, finishes it by saying after I'm done beating you up, I'm going to beat you with a hammer lock or a, a headlock takeover <laughs> yeah yeah simple and i got a feeling we're gonna see it good i got a feeling we're gonna see it." And I I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I think I like it because I'm becoming a fan of MJF yeah. <laughs> because he's just so good at being so slimy. Absolutely. Well,
1: we already know that a side headlock is a finisher. In an MMA match, mm-hmm. we watched, I watched, Carlos Newton tap out. Um, who was it? Anyways, side headlock. Side headlock. Mm-hmm. Guy tapped out because it hurt so much. Side headlock is a finish. And people are like, oh, it's just a rest hold. Hey, <laughs> Let me put you in a side headlock. <laughs> it's It's deemed a rest hold because one, the guy putting the headlock on it, on the other guy, is not making it look like it's a finish. Mm-hmm. Two, the guy taking the headlock is not making it look like it's the finish that it should be or mm-hmm. could be considered. Psychology. <laughs> See how that
0: came back around? Wow. <laughs> so, so, you know what? We're going to shift gears. Okay. Because I, I, you got a story to tell. I do. You do. Break out your pom poms. I want to hear the story. <laughs> mm, apparently, Mike was a cheerleader once, twice, three times no. a lady. No, no,
1: uh, this was back in high school. <laughs> um, we were the football team was off season, the basketball team was, uh, Got invited to go play, um, uh, at the Pontiac Silverdome, oh. like an exhibition game kind of thing. Okay, so it was basically like the warm up to the Pistons game. Okay, we uh, were approached by the the uh, coach of the cheerleading squad and said, "Hey, we have some ideas. We want to know." If uh, you guys want to do it. Okay. And we're like, what? We want you guys to come in and be cheerleaders, and we're going to go perform at the Pontiac Silverdome. And to a man, everyone went, fuck yeah, that sounds like a <laughs> great idea. <laughs> so uh, we we worked out. It was almost like three or four times a week for a couple months leading up to this to get the routine right. Mm -hmm. And said, we just practice, practice, practice. And we all hopped on a bus, a couple buses, went to the the Pontiac Silverdome in, in Detroit. And we did our cheerleading routine.
0: And got to sit around and watch the Pistons game afterwards. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so I had a similar experience with the with the school band. Yeah, because uh, we we got invited to do the Calgary Stampede parade.
1: Well, that's a little bit more prestigious than a Detroit Pistons <laughs> game, but
0: well, um, so because we had uh, when I. When I got started grade nine, I believe they were just starting to become a marching band again. They hadn't been for a while, I think. And so they were starting to become a marching band. And uh, they we got invited to the Calgary Stampede Parade out of out of the blue. And, uh, yeah, so we, we
1: flew out. I would think, <laughs> considering I've taken that bus trip and it's a three and a half day bus ride.
0: Yeah. From here to there. So while well, we worked a shit ton of bingos cause we could work at bingo halls back then to earn money for the, uh, uh, yep. for, for the club and, uh, holy fuck the smoke. <laughs> uh, yeah. How I don't have cancer. I don't know. Give it time. It's early. It's late onset. So, um, so uh, yeah. Um, so we flew out, uh, we, we slept in, in a high school. We slept in like sleeping bags on mats on the on the floor
1: sounds like wrestling like the northern death tour from uh
0: rest, <laughs> some of the wrestlers that I know used to do that um and yeah we we pre- performed in the Calgary stampede parade on national television and uh we were supposed to perform a field a field maneuvers okay uh we did we had a few songs uh living on a prayer by Bon Jovi was my favorite um but uh we were supposed to do that well there was another school band that had been invited but for whatever reason they arrived late and could not could not get into the parade that's their fault so they decided to bump us out that's some bullshit to put them in so that they didn't make the trip for nothing
1: well, they should have planned better. Seven P's are that's, in
0: effect. That that that's absolutely true, and that's why we were pissed off, especially when we went into the Calgary Stampede Parade, it's Calgary Saddle Dome, sorry, yep. and uh, watched the field competition inside the Saddle Dome. <sighs> awesome, enclosed, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that school that bumped us out. We would have definitely been better than them. We would not have won the competition. Do you know what you do? You run down on the field, do a grandstand
1: challenge. I challenge you a battle <laughs> of the bands. Drumline.
0: Drumline. <laughs> That's the movie that blew up my list that I have to fix for tomorrow. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll get it, though. I'll I'll figure it out. Because um, it's going to be pretty high. Um, Where was I? Okay. Oh, Car- a- Saddle Dome. Saddle, Saddle Dome. Dome. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we would definitely... Placed better than them. Yeah. Okay. Now, the the school that won would have absolutely destroyed us. Okay. Because um, there we are. We're watching them, and we're pretty high up in the bowl. And they started playing the 1812, or the William, the William 12 Overture?
1: William 12. Uh, no,
0: 1812 Overture. Yeah.
1: The one with the cannons.
0: Yeah. Nice. Which they had nice that's probably why they were like hey let us in and we'll shoot these guys with the cannons inside the saddle dome
1: that's gotta be loud
0: about 50 feet away from us to the right. that we didn't see (laughs) until they went off well then you heard them first (laughs) yeah Uh uh-huh was it loud yeah yeah because we didn't hear a thing after that (laughs) were they real cannons they sure sounded like it, oh, okay. and smelt like it. <laughs>
1: were there holes in the saddle dome?
0: After? No, oh. they were fire blanks. Hey. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, hey. oh. Uh, hey. No. Oh no. No. Hey. No. That we know that the current thing is not a blank. That's come out. Okay, and just hey. that's come out. That no, it was not a blank.
1: There's there's some things that need to be treaded hey. lightly upon.
0: Uh, yes. So. Yeah, that's why I found uh, last night was interesting. SNL. Yeah. Um they they did a political thing like they do for the opening segment that's they do every every week. Boring. And they had an um a, one of the new cast members doing Donald Trump. So, it's the first time I think they they've had that. So That's wow. uh it was interesting cuz, you know, it was Alec who won an Emmy for it. Well, you know, Alec is probably
1: going to be facing
0: a few things that uh won't... oh yeah. Take yeah. him out of that loop I, I, there is a lot of information coming out well <laughs> but who knows what the real story is because it's getting it's definitely getting into conspiracy theories it
1: always breaks down to you never point a gun at anybody always treat any weapon like it's a live weapon mm-hmm. never point it never put your finger on the trigger never because just because yep so now there was something I was reading on the AP, uh, associated press, uh, just before you came over, the rock has now banned firearms from every movie that he's working on. Okay. So, oh, okay. This really now limits the, uh, the amount of work that the rock is going to be able to, Yeah, because he's an action star. Yeah. So he's gonna have to be.
0: Now, I, I'm. I have all the confidence in him that he, he he'll be all right. Right. He's you know massively talented and all. You know. Damn it. What? <laughs> he and he looks like he looks. He looks like he looks, and he's incredibly talented. And you know, he, I think he'll be okay. I think he's gonna be all right. Yeah. But
1: This is such an overreaction. Yes. And yes, it, it it, it's virtue signaling at its greatest right he, now. Yep. Like, how many how many movie sets had firearms on them the day that Alec Baldwin? Yeah, exactly. And how many movie sets the day after? Yeah. And then, and then, and then, mm-hmm. and then, and then. Now, to to say that, well, I'm not going to allow guns on any of my movie sets anymore. Okay, you're one guy. You okay, I understand that the Rock is the biggest highest paid
0: action star. Yep. In movies. But he's not the only one. He's not and you're right. He's hamstringing his own career. Right. So, so yeah, he I What what I, he
1: does from this point forward will be interesting to see and I want to see how quickly he backpedals on that statement.
0: No, he's going to pivot careers. He's going to pivot careers. Yep. What's he going to do? Poli- Politics. Uh, that was bandied around. Mm-hmm. And and apparently he has made questions. I don't know how I feel about that. I know. I know. It's because. <laughs> I. I just the thought of that really does take us just that one crucial step closer to idiocracy. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> Mike Judge. Terry,
1: Terry Cruz and The Rock.
0: <laughs>
1: exactly. Very similar. <laughs> very. In size and build. And yes. Just. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Where are the giant asteroids when we need them? <laughs> I uh, that's all I'm asking <laughs> to the astronomers out there. Please find one.
0: Uh, yes, we- yes, uh, uh, Dr. Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Tyson, if you're listening, um please please reach out. We'd really like to know when we can expect, you know, visitors or some other um alien debris. <laughs> I think we'd be more likely to get smashed by
1: something falling out of the sky. Yeah. That's uh, not an alien, so. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Tyson. <laughs>
0: Why not? If you're going to go,
1: go big. No, I, I agree. I agree, but it was just one of those, the most ridiculous Possibility is like, hey, Stephen Hawking's not doing anything <laughs> right now. Well, well that's uh, he plays, he plays a lot of words
0: with friends, according <laughs> to Big Bang Theory. So, <laughs> wow, okay. He gets a lot of drunk phone calls from uh, Sheldon. Oh, <laughs> well, actually, speaking of
1: Neil deGrasse Tyson, he made a cameo in the book that I just finished. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was I. I <clears throat> I read, finished Armada by Ernest Cline. He's the guy that did Ready Player One, Ready Mm -hmm. Player Two. So he's written three books. Okay. And this one had, uh, Grass Tyson, uh, Hawkins, a couple other famous real life astrophysicists, like scientists in it, making a cameo kind of thing. Oh yeah. I was like. Huh, that's cool. And then
0: <laughs> this comes up, but. He, Tyson is pinging your radar.
1: <laughs> yes, Jason. Neil deGrasse Tyson was r- pinging my radar. There you go. <laughs> two pings. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was that? Is it confirmation bias or echo chambers? Hmm? is that the like you you keep talking about we' you were you're talking about um uh the coincidence of seeing like certain things keep popping up yeah 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 is, is that the confirmation bias or is that uh maybe
0: i think so is that what it is? i think so i uh, yes yes it is it is confirmation bias there we go there we go okay that okay. takes that takes care of that. Hey, uh, hey, I got a couple notes. You do? Yeah. Okay. So uh, let me... uh, Well, you're looking for that. Hey, Mike. Hey, Jason. Did you know that this podcast can be found on all the social medias? Social medias. Yes, like email, uh, the number three, N-O-E-S-P-O-D, at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter. Twitter. At... The number three, N O E S P O D C A S T. Very nice. And you can also find this
1: podcast on just about every pod- podcast platform out there, including Spotify, Google Play Store, and uh, Apple uh, Podcasts.
0: And Anchor FM. And, and Anchor I FM. think we're on Carrier Pigeon. Oh, absolutely. And don't forget the Facebook page, That's The right. Three Nose Podcast. That's right. Let's follow us there. Yeah. See ya.
1: Only been doing this for like 10 years.
0: Hard to tell. Hard to tell. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to start with, uh, the one that I sent you a clip of. Animaniacs. Oh. <laughs> so I already it, sent my reply. I don't know where we're uh, this up. Yeah. Well, it's, it, okay. it's funny. All right. All right. Animaniacs. Uh, if you're not aware, anima- they brought animaniacs back. Now, now it, it, they've done seven episodes so far. Okay. These episodes were originally written two years ago. Those jokes might be uh, a little old. Yes. And they acknowledge that right from the get go. They let you know that. Okay. <laughs> that that becomes a joke initially. Yep. Okay. So, as <laughs> so I'm watching this one, this one, it was the, the, the Warners versus Nero the Greek the Greek leader yep um, and but they're Nero while he is Nero, everything he says and does was Trump <laughs> <laughs> everything it was just it was making it sound like Nero you know that you know that you know that yeah. you kind know, of that kind of sound, but it was all Trump quotes and Trump gags. Right down to, at one point, he's trying to have the Warners killed with tigers. Okay. And, uh, the, but Dot saves the day with a laser pointer. Oh, yeah. Because they're just big kittens. Yeah. And she points the laser pointer at Nero, and the tigers jump on Nero. So now you have Nero being attacked by the tigers in the, t- the, the typical cartoon cloud with the claw popping out and the head popping out and all mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And Nero pops his head out and says... Can somebody come come grab grab this pussy? And Wacko pops up. Good night, everybody. Wow. They made a pussy joke. On the Animaniacs. On Animaniacs. 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning <laughs> on YTV <laughs> or Teletoon, one of those channels. <coughs>
1: and every adult watching out with the kids spit their coffee
0: out. I almost guarantee you no adult was watching it. Wow. Well. Unless they're, unless they're nerds like me. No, there's still <laughs> no adults watching it. Die! Hey.
1: Oh! <laughs> um. Wait, wait, wait. Is this one? No, <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Wait, wait. Hold on. I can find it. I know I can find it. Oh. Ha! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, where was I? Uh, Animaniacs, Animaniacs making a pussy joke at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. So, my uh, wake and bake Saturday morning cartoon thing. Uh, well, the Animaniacs was a nice thing because they haven't been putting out the new episodes regularly. Yeah, <laughs> It's kind of sporadic. It's weird. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, yeah, they just pop up randomly. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I finished. Ewoks, as I discussed, the second season I wasn't going to bother with. So I, here we go. Last last week, last week yep. I need to find a new show. Is Ewoks? Is that on Teletoon or is that on Disney? I was on Disney Plus. I couldn't find it. It's there. Okay, I'll have to. Look it's it under right Star right. Wars Vintage. Uh, oh, all right. Yeah, they have different categories. Yeah, and yeah subcategories. Yeah. There's okay. Star Wars Vintage. All right, that and droids are there. Okay. Um. So. Um, I looked this, I tried to find like what morning, a Saturday morning cartoon, any streaming service or whatever. And there isn't anything specifically there's recommendation for some, but they're kind of weird. Um, so I just started looking in cartoon stuff on Amazon on prime. Oh, okay. Yeah. found one Nico and the sword of light. Nico and the Sword of Light. Yes, it's only got the one season so far. Okay, and it is perfect. It is the perfect Saturday morning cartoon, like a new Saturday morning cartoon. Is it? Is it new? New? Or? It's new. New. Oh,
1: okay.
0: And it is so much fun and silly, but it's just a, that little bit different. A little not. I don't want to say mature because it's definitely all for kids, but it just it it, it doesn't have the full-on silly edge but it it kind of almost feels like a slightly more serious uh, teen titans go all right okay so it's like it's like the middle ground between teen titans go and teen titans it's almost like that yeah. middle ground okay is the animation how is that similar to teen titans go oh okay a, a kind of similar look there yep um the but the the premise of it And every episode is from here to there because they're on a trek or Mm -hmm. on a quest, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, they start off in the swamp of sorrows and then they end up at the bridge of destiny. So (laughs) something like that, right? (laughs) And it does get a little bit darker at moments, not super dark, not too dark. Like, Oh my God. It does take a few little dips here and there. And yeah, I'm just, I'm really digging it, but on the, uh, what episode here? Episode four. There was, there's some cre some new creatures are introduced that I thought you'd get a kick out of. So they, they look like, like talking mounds of dirt with little grassy knolls and look trees sticking up, okay. right? All right. They're, no facial features other than like they look like they have jack-o'-lantern faces. Like, okay. There's black hole faces, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, they're all arguing amongst themselves. In, you know, the the exaggerated Scotsman's voice. <laughs> okay. All right. Arguing about the rules because they want to play Rockby. Rockby? Rock nice. Nice. All right. I can get behind this. So, yeah. The, so the main characters meet them at the beginning of the episode. And then as they, they go through this forest or whatever, I'm, for the middle chunk of the episode.
1: But rugby was started in England, not Scotland.
0: That gets called out, too. Oh, I, okay. I believe something like that. There's okay. some reference like that. All right. Because I think that's where the second part comes in. Because So the main characters leave them at the beginning of the episode, go through this forest or whatever whatever it was. Yeah. Come out the other side. There's more of them. Oh, the other team. talking. It's a different group. And they say they're the ones that started it or whatever, <laughs> and they're, they're arguing about the rules. And they say, "Well, why don't you go over there because they want to play?" And like she, she tries to hook the two teams up, but there's a reference that they started it or whatever. Yeah. So okay, that's cool. But they you, called it rugby, and yeah, they you know, don't, they're like, that's you, don't, "You don't get a whole lot of rugby references, <laughs> exactly." So I thought, that's not, I thought you look. might like that. There is a TV
1: show that's starting up that. I'm super stoked about. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Season four of Yellowstone.
0: Ah, uh, and I got a few people that I work with, I Facebook and whatnot, that yeah. are, yeah. One girl was watching, going to do like a four-hour marathon leading up to yep. the premiere tonight. Yeah. It was... I.
1: Prime was teasing me because they they put Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, they've released
0: it already. Yeah, you 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 hyped that show pretty good. Oh, it is such a great
1: show. Um, talking about cowboy shit. um, (laughs) That all ties back. So, yeah, I will finish that. (laughs) (laughs) What are we gonna finish?
0: The AEW conversation because I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay. All right, but finish your Yellowstone. No, no, no.
1: Um. We we were left last season at season three before everything went to shit on a massive cliffhanger. Okay, and it's been like, well, what's what's <laughs> going on? And like, can you finish your story? So
0: you're going to want to make sure you keep your eyes shut online because it's oh yeah, it's happening probably as we speak.
1: Uh, nine o'clock premiere. Nine o'clock. Nine okay. o'clock. Okay. So when I go to process this, okay, I'll be watching.
0: So in other words.
1: No, we, no, no, got- no rush, no rush. <laughs> but it was like that. That show is just like, oh, this is
0: so good. It's- See, isn't it nice to have a, a little bit of destination TV again?
1: It is. You know, it I look forward is. to
0: Foundation every week. Yeah, know? like I
1: like during my convalescence, Ted Lasso was mm-hmm. my
0: go-to, and we still have two episodes. Really, two
1: episodes. Oh my can't gosh. get the
0: timing for Tally to come over. Ugh.
1: I know. Come on, boy. I know. But the uh, I I kind of pooched myself with Ted Lasso because I burned through it so fast, and I was missing details and stuff like this.
0: But I honestly, this could be a Ted Lasso could be a rare one. Well. Not super rare because when I think like Big Bang Theory, I rewatch that all the time, yeah. you know. But Ted Lasso's one, I, I'll probably go back yeah, to like quickly. Big
1: Bang Theory's on all the time though. So I, you, I can't, know.
0: you can't not find, but streaming services are on all the time too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, but it, I feel like this Ted Lasso's one, I'm going to revisit. Like yeah. I don't revisit too many shows all that often. I, I, I want to, but I feel like I'm missing out on other shows. Yeah. So, I know.
1: Well, I kind of had this conversation with Mags earlier today about like, I'm, I'm, because I'm no longer wrestling and I'm not in that world anymore, I'm trying to figure out how to fill that void Uh and I'm going like, well, I, I could watch TV. I could like start watching shows and stuff like that but I find that I get
0: frustrated and you want to create, you want, you want, you want to be building, making something. I think that
1: is it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, not in a good spot trying to deal with that right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I am happy with the fact that I'm reading more.
0: That yeah that I'm, is uh, I got to get through my shit. I I really need to get through my shit huh. and but but I'm t- making small steps. Again, you've I, already, I'm starting to make small steps. You've so. already started, especially with the fasting. Yes, so be doing that again tomorrow. So starting at six p.m. tomorrow. There you go. Perfect. So that's my plan. See, you're you're doing it yep. now. <clears throat> I, I I'm sure.
1: Lupa is probably going to go fucking write, And just like for me to like start writing. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I I don't, I'm not feeling that creative. Amen. That creative process anymore. And I'm just like, oh, this is bad. Mm -hmm. It's a
0: void that I don't know how to fill. And, and. The one thing that I feel like I want to push for, and that takes me in that realm, is D anD. d Yeah, you know I'm look I'm I'm starting to look and research on how, what the best way to go about getting minis. Oh, that's easy. Well, yeah, yeah like Amazon. I found some nice little kits that yeah, have yeah. like here's here's enough basic monsters exactly. that'll get me through. You if, know,
1: if you're if you're. You could get like a, a 3D printer, like a cheap 3D printer, and you can start banging out minis because there's I know all there's, kinds there's of, people
0: around here that do that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like so, that's where I got my little canister that I yep. keep my my cannon. So in.
1: you could probably go to GME and ask around, and there's probably
0: some of the nerds there. Chris hasn't mentioned it. I was just there yesterday talking to him about minis and what. Well, oh, no, he because he
1: wants you to buy the stuff that he's true, done on the show.
0: That's true. That's so. True, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was there was no one there, right? Yeah, when I was there. So there's 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 a guy. There's, there's people out there that oh, yeah. are making them. So, mm-hmm.
1: but I, I get there was uh, the latest episode of Critical Role. Mm-hmm. I was watching it. One of the sponsors is putting out a Terrasc Mini. Oh shit, dude! No word of a lie. It's this big. I'm Ooh. holding my hand. That's gotta be eighteen inches. Eighteen inches wide and tall. Holy it shit. It took Sam Regal two hands to pick this mini up. Holy fuck. That's a tarasque. Matt Mercer almost crawled over the desk
0: to get <laughs>
1: his hands on that mini.
0: Fuck Matt Mercer has his own fucking mini. I know. That I want that. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> And and I want that in any evil sorcerer type villain that I would use, that would, it would that would be them. Yep. I fucked up today.
1: Yeah. Speaking on the D and D front. Yeah. I was going through my D and D beyond and I was uh cleaning out some of my tunes. Okay. And I deleted the one that I made last night. Oh shit. Oops. <laughs> Oops. So I got I I made a new one. And then Parker goes, Well, this is this might be coming up, so this might be interesting for you to come in at this point. So I made another so the the one that I made to cover up the oops, uh uh-huh. I made a uh, a halfling rogue uh soul knife. Oh. So it's I'm looking at this and going, oh, this is interesting. That's so, okay. Yes,
0: the, then, psychic, the psychic knife thing. Yep. So he makes like he
1: can he can speak telepathically to three people for up to 8 hours. Oh wow. Two-way conversations. Well, like you can link between three other people. Okay. And it's you everybody can talk to everybody damn freely. Uh but the the psychic knife thing, uh uh-huh. really
0: wild. So i I remember the D and D 3.5 edition version of a soul knife that was, was pretty interesting. Um, I I didn't play one, but Tom did, and uh, I played a uh, psychic warrior. Okay. Um, so and uh, Tom and I were playing uh, sisters. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, So I got to see what, what that version did. And from what I read, cause I didn't, haven't looked at it too closely. It's, it's, it hasn't changed a whole lot. No,
1: I think they, uh, they kept the mechanics relatively similar. Yeah. So somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I'm with you with wanting to lean into better D and
0: D the, the role play aspect.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so I said I kind of dipped my toe into it with uh, Killoth before <laughs> I fucking deleted him. <laughs> but I I'm, I have an idea of how I want to make this guy, his backstory. Okay. So his name is Garrett Underbow.
0: Yeah. So... Well, I I'm really really proud of the uh, Minotaur Sorcerer that I made, Wellington Porterhouse. There you go. And I've already got the basics of his uh, backstory. He was raised in the Witchlight Carnival. Oh. <laughs> he's from the Feywild. Oh boy! <laughs> but he's a Minotaur. Yeah, Sorcerer. It makes. Sense. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like a torn wizard in in World of Warcraft. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, the other character that
1: I made is uh why won't that go on? Anyways. Um
0: <laughs> wrong a, lid.
1: Wrong way. Here we go. <laughs> uh, wrong lid. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> How'd I get on there then? Um a high elf wild
0: magic sorcerer. The wild magic sorcerer thing is what, yeah. Cause that's what my minotaur is. Yeah. That's, and that, that just looks like fun. It's
1: like one of the ones I just, I, I quickly went through the wild magic list. Like if you roll, um, uh, like, like you roll six. on a hundred, right? Yeah. You're rolling on a hundred. I think you, like one of the ones that really stood out is like, um, if you roll a six, seven or an eight or something like that you cast a third level fireball spell centered on you. Yes.
0: That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> so you that's basically you just exploding. Pretty much.
1: Pretty much. So I'm 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 kind of torn on who I want to bring in <laughs> next because the wild magic sorcerer has got that level of WTF.
0: Yeah. It, and, and see that that's where coming in when when you are coming with a new character and it, you, you, it's already leveled, yeah, you know that really changes like the the, the, pers- the perspective when you are looking at them because you got to look at a lot more now, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you are not just looking at where it's gonna go. It's you can already do a fuck yeah. of a lot.
1: Where did it come from? What's yeah. it got? Who's it No. That kind of thing.
0: Kind of like, like, how I like that. I've you know even though Arcadian came in, I think at fifth level yeah fifth or sixth so and just turned eight so i've yeah i've got to do a little bit of that and you know choose where i'm going with them so the last surviving member and he's not even he's just the he's just the oldest surviving member that's the rank i'm the oldest surviving member and now i'm the de facto leader (laughs) well it happens (sighs) brent sent me a
1: message he goes uh I'm the only front line guy now. Yeah. Oh, uh, I go, well, look, like the spotlights on you, champ. Don't fuck up on tanking."
0: I'm already I've I'm already starting to come up with like ideas on how to take out the uh those frustrating skeletons that had the anchors in that room that we just poked in and then nope. Yeah, the- <laughs> yeah I've, I've already started formulating a plan there. Yeah. Well, it was I was talking to
1: Carter. Today And he was talking about his, what he rolled up, Mm -hmm. uh, Drake Warden. Yeah.
0: We got two Drake,
1: two Drake Wardens. And, um, Carter was saying both of him and his Drake have like an AC of 17. So they're going to be frontline as well. Cool. So I'm just like, I'm just going to be over
0: here. Uh So
1: I, I, that's why I want to bring in my halfling.
0: Because my halfling can hide in dim light. Still, it's uh, Soul Knife, is that still follow like the sneak attack? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay.
1: So I get sneak attack. I get all that other fun rogue stuff. Okay. On top of being able to direct traffic telepathically. That's so, pretty cool. I don't know. I, I don't know what my DM wants to. Uh, yeah. Speaking. Of uh, critical role, mm-hmm. this episode three that just came
0: out last week, yep, was fucking amazing. They, I want to, I really do want to watch or listen. Like I do, I just, I don't think I'm gonna give it the focus yeah that <laughs> in, in order to truly enjoy it. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Why I don't listen to podcasts? Yeah. I just, I know I'm not going to, they're, they're just, I'm just not going to be giving them the proper attention. Yeah. I gotcha. But they, the first
1: like half of that show was just a freaking riot. Yeah. So funny. The, the funniest part was, um, <clears throat> Marish Ray's character, Ladna is a hollow, hollow one warlock. Sorcerer, Warlock, Sorcerer, and she's doing the creepy girl thing. Oh boy! And she cast message to Liam's character Orm, who is hidden in a warehouse, locked in, pitch black. And she goes something to the effect of like Orm was how she started her message, and Liam's character, like Liam acted out how his character would freak the fuck out because of this just came through. And as she's doing this, everybody else around the table is doing whispers and making noises. Like as she's sending the message, people are echoing what she's saying in different voices and in different pitches and stuff like this. So it makes it sound (laughs) like her thought her thoughts are haunted, and it's coming across when she sends somebody a, a telepathic They're message. They're
0: fucking doing live theater. They are. That's set, man. Yeah. They, they've, they, that is complete live theater now. Yep. <laughs> uh,
1: Robbie Damon, he's a new guy at the table, is fucking killing it.
0: Yeah. He brings such a great energy to... I think I saw him in the, uh, that behind the scenes thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's
1: so good. It's so good. And then the very end of this thing, it was just like, all I remember. Okay. Show comes out on Thursday. I'm getting ready to go to work. Parker comes up. He goes, did you watch that episode yet? I go, no. He goes, watch the episode. (laughs) okay. Okay. (laughs) And. After watching this, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, because what happened at the end of this sets up so much. And they put so much effort into this building, this new set. They have special effects that happen in studio to enhance the RP. Okay. Uh, one of the characters was having a, uh, an apop- apocalyptic dream, Matt hit something, a keypad over here. All of a sudden the lights in the studio dim to like a blood red and start swirling like around <laughs> the, the, everybody's like, what the fuck? And it created such another level for this game. for for the people watching this it's just like what am i watching this is amazing and to me when they said oh yeah critical role makes 10 million dollars off twitch i'm going it's not enough
0: it's not enough (laughs) is it true that this is their last one no 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 okay because i thought i heard recently that this is going to be their last one no okay There, there's, it is such a juggernaut and, and now, now they're making that sweet Amazon money. Yes. Yeah. Well, that money, that, that
1: money came from their Kickstarter. Okay. Amazon didn't pay for that. Kickstarter did. Okay. So the whole idea was they're going to do a Kickstarter to make a one shot of the Vox Machina. And they wanted to raise, I think it was only like $70,000, 80000 to make this one shot. They made $12 million. Holy shit. <laughs> off the Kickstarter. Holy shit. <laughs> There's video clips of them, like uh, Mercer and Willingham and Marisha. They're, they're sitting on a couch. And they're like dumbfounded as these numbers are coming in. They're going like, uh, "Seriously, people? <laughs> seriously?
0: <laughs> they really like what they, the the idea? Yeah.
1: It was it was like eleven or twelve million dollars that the Critical Role team,
0: like their Kickstarter broke Kickstarter broke records on Kickstarter." And Did it beat the uh, Exploding Kittens?
1: I don't know. Exploding Kittens was pretty much. I believe Exploding massive. Kittens
0: was the record holder, yeah. I believe. For for a
1: game. So they might have caught like. Oh, maybe by category, yeah. Yeah. So they, they. Like Exploding Kittens might have it overall, but in the category of what Critical Role does, mm-hmm. there's like nobody can touch them. And. That's coming out soon,
0: February. And, yep, but but before that, before that, you want that little bit of that animated, you know, fantasy, that kind of groove. Yeah, we got part two of Masters yeah, the Universe Revelations very soon, isn't it? In like a week away. Uh, that's right, week week and a half. Yep, it's coming. Fucking right. Oh, Fucking I beta know.
1: boys loving all over
0: the. I can't wait. That's going to be my Saturday morning cartoon. For six episodes. I will watch all of them. There you go. I will binge watch that. I don't give a shit. I'm binge watching that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be watching that one again um,
1: or finishing off that series. Uh, Parker uh, was telling me about a series that started on Netflix called Arcane. It's got something to do with League of Legends.
0: Oh, yes, I did. I just saw something for that recently that yeah. and I like, ooh, League of Legends? Oh, maybe.
1: Yeah, I started watching the first episode. I got about halfway through it. And I like the anime style. Um, I don't know the backstory. It's like mm-hmm. me trying to watch The Witcher. and am just like, oh, this is this is a mighty fine series. And it's just like, oh,
0: okay. <laughs> I haven't I'm, watched Witcher yet either. <laughs> ah, dude, you would love it. You would I, really I'm love sure it. I, I'm sure I probably will. I just haven't gotten to it. And then this morning, I decided randomly, well, not quite randomly, again, pinging my radar, <laughs> I started watching the first episode of Succession, this HBO show that's been blowing up for the last year or so. Yeah. I've only got about 15 minutes in, and then Crystal came out, and the day started, and yep. never got back. Okay. So, but the that 15 minutes I watched was surprising. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's enough. I will go back, I will continue. Okay. It's about a dysfunctional rich family that like own like a multimedia company. Oh. Pardon the interruption. Or um Arrested Development. Kinda sorta. There is Not there a was, comedy? There were, uh-huh. it, it is a comedy. Oh, okay. I think it's more dramedy, but it, there's definitely comedy. Okay. Um, but it's not like slapsticky. Okay. And it's well, uh, definitely takes out the. uh it's not so far, but it did open with something interesting. And it, this is the show that Brian Cox is uh, getting a lot of buzz for. He won Emmys for. And, yep. Um, buzz Cox? No. There's a band called Buzz Cox. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there is. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first thing we see in this is. Well, it takes a few uh, a few seconds, like, and then you realize it's Brian Cox stumbling in the middle of the night, and he's groaning and he's stumbling like he's trying to get to the bathroom. Yep. And then he's pissing, and he's not in the bathroom; he's pissing in the hallway. Oh <laughs> boy! This woman comes out and asks him if he's okay. He's like, where am I? Whatever. And then he goes back to bed. <laughs> All right. So that was the first thing we see, and I'm like, I don't know how to take this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, only fifteen minutes in. I gotta. I I need to get deeper into get the full feel of it. Yeah. Um, But Kieran Culkin is on that show. Oh okay. And he hosted SNL last night. Ah. So and which he said he was he, he had been on that stage thirty years prior. Kieran Culkin was on that. Really. Kieran Culkin was there when Macaulay hosted. Oh. Okay. Kieran was in a couple sketches.
1: How old was he at that point?
0: Ten. Oh wow! So he got to be now the host. Thirty years later,
1: not too many people can make that claim. No, wow! Um, okay. And
0: I had no idea he was even on Succession, but I've got to see him briefly so far, and I'm I'm liking it. Cool, cool. I'm cool. I'm liking it. So cool, cool, cool. All right. No, like there's I, so many shows out right now.
1: Just, here's that. Like I said, I I'm with you with that, but my my brain is just not wired
0: anymore for that i'm oh. i'm wired too much for it at this point and i it's a problem yeah. i i i have a lot of problems i know this <laughs> i'm just having trouble trying to do anything about them so far wow. so you divide and conquer yeah well i'm again one step at a time the fasting thing i want to get another week of that yep. before i try and push anything else you know, just to make sure that I'm comfortable, because that second day, the Friday, that got a little rough. Yeah, well, and it, then it We decided to go for a special dinner all the way to London to the works, and fuck, we had detour and all. Like we we ended up adding like forty five minutes more to the drive, so I ended up having a my fast was ended up being twenty five and a half hours. Nice on a twenty four hour fast. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's it, it, it. Was getting rough. Yeah. It, it's,
1: you will, once you do it a few more times, you'll
0: get used to that feeling. I will say, I feel better during it than I really expected. Yeah. And I'm learning, about, I'm learning that it's change, it changes my body. Yes. Because I was fine eating that burger <laughs> after the fast. But then I decided to get ice cream like ah, an hour and a half later, yeah. and yeah, that ruined me. Do you know why? Because you're pushing all that
1: sugar back into I your know, system.
0: I know. I, sh- I knew I shouldn't have done it. The burger was far enough, yeah. and fuck, was it the skater boy from the works? Fuck, yes, that fucking- Well, see,
1: that, <sighs> the, 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 the burger, is. there was nothing wrong. Because you, you texted me. I was like, is it yeah. wrong to be breaking I posted this it on Facebook. It's yeah. like,
0: this is one of those moments that feels oh so wrong, but it's oh so right.
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> That's actually probably one of the better, like some of the, some of the things, one of the guys I was following when I was fasting, he would fast for two, three days in a row. Then he would go to McDonald's and get like two double quarter pounders and eat those because it's all kinds of fat and all kinds of protein and he he would throw the buns away so he would get very like minimal carbs out of it but he's getting the fat and the protein that's the the major thing so he's not adding a whole lot of sugar back into his system you crashed yourself hard yeah
0: by by doing that and it's it's and it's been lasting too so I, I I learned a lesson yeah. I'm I'm learning I'm learning lessons, and it's lessons that I'm hope. Well, Crystal, uh, uh in, she pulled out her the Christmas tree and all that. And I saw all that were there. Yep. Um. So she had to rearrange things a little bit and whatnot, and she decided to clean up a lot of the snack table. Yep. That we have, um, got rid of stuff that hasn't been touched uh, in a while. Open bags of chips that haven't been gone back to and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So cleaned out a little bit of stuff there, and found some granola bars that I bought myself that i was looking for i thought i'd already ate them or something yep. so i bought another box at costco you know costco oh, okay. fiber one box so I got like a book and then she basketball. found the found the second one <laughs> so i have two boxes unopened of these fiber one bars so i got like 60 of these fiber one bars <laughs> keep you busy for a while yeah but i really like them <laughs> and they're not as horribly bad for me as other junk well so can't We're, help the candy dishes, though. No. See, it, I, it's just a uh, matter of... The, the stand underneath our TV yeah, I've looks, seen it. looks like a the toppings buffet at a an ice cream bar. <laughs> Skittles, gummies, wine gums, uh, cola bottles, those yeah, hard silver yeah, things. Uh, yep. uh, and we got some wrapped candies going on, some Lindor chocolates in there somewhere she has got like 8 dishes on that stand. Yeah. And she she said to me yesterday cuz she goes, "Oh, if we're going to have the the family Christmas thing. I've got to put my dishes away." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get out of my stash. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's just
0: the kids. Oh, oh, yeah. Even broke one of her lids.
1: Oh no. Yeah.
0: Has she been banned? <laughs> no, but she learned an important lesson and she knew right away that it was not good. Oh, and Crystal wow. was crying. Crystal's gotten really attached to these things very quickly. This yeah. is her thing. That's her thing, um, yeah. Here's the the really weird thing. She found the match. Really? She found the exact same candy dish somewhere randomly. In Chatham? Yes. <laughs> so she gave the bowl to Eden to break in... I don't know what she did with the bowl. I think it's still kicking around somewhere because she's not going to give up the bowl. The bowl still looks nice. <laughs> but she's got one with the lid again.
1: Oh, well, there you go. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It's put up high so the children can't get to them. Just, yeah, well, no, we don't have too many high spots, though. So. You have to put a shelf up. See, I already put one floating shelf up. It's got all my Funko Pops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got four more Funko Pops coming. Oh, that's right. You do. I have no more shelf space. So oh, I bought another floating shelf, and now we're just trying to figure out where I'm putting this one. <laughs> I think we're going to, I'm going to take one of her pictures down and put it like over by my computer desk okay. area. So. There you go. And that's where, where the Letterkenny crew will go. Well, where there's a will, there's a way. Yes. So awesome. Yeah. I'm, I keep saying I don't want to build a collection of Funko Pops, but yet I keep building a collection of Funko Pops. I know. You only got the one. I still got the one. Yep. Yeah. I see him down there. There. You yeah, go. I, I see him. Yep. So just the one. That's it. <laughs> got other collections. I considered uh, a Lemmy Killmeister for you once. Ooh. <laughs> that would be a good one.
1: I actually just watched the video. It was an animated video, the 30th anniversary of the music video for Hellraiser. Okay, Lemmy and Ozzy.
0: I you shared that on Facebook, didn't you? Did I? No, I that that showed up somewhere. Somebody might have. I don't think I shared. Okay, it, I somebody popped that up somewhere. Yeah. yeah so I was just like, huh, yeah, that's cute. So, <laughs> how familiar are you with GWAR? i I know of Guar, I'm not a, an aficionado, or is it do you know if it's true? Did they make a movie oh. like an Alice in Wonderland trip?
1: I don't know to the google machine
0: i I feel like I've tried looking it up and I couldn't get a clear answer or something. It's probably because it's guar <laughs> <laughs> maybe. They seem pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I'm, I'm I only know very minimal about them. Um I, you know at the Empire Records thing and I think I saw them on like Jerry Springer or something once. Yes. Guar movie.
1: <laughs> they did. Okay. Guar, Vallas in Wonderland. Palace in Wonderland. 1992. 92. Yep. Okay. IMDB. I'm going to go. The oh, ratings boy. for this. Guar, Phallus in Wonderland. Uh, cast Guar as themselves. Of course. Uh, breaking down who's in the cast. Anybody else we know? No. All right. I got to find a rating. I'm not surprised. Holy shit. What? Out of 10 stars. Uh huh. Guar. Phallus and Wonderland. I'm going to keep saying Phallus and Wonderland because it's it's fun to say. It's fun to say. Phallus and Wonderland. Yep. Guar. Phallus and Wonderland. 1992. Not rated. 7.3 stars out of 10. Holy shit. Yeah. Fuck, I got to find that movie. Revolting heavy metal and the sky. Gum Dogs of the Universe Guar are about to uh, about to be wiped off the face of the earth by Edna Grambo, an old hag who cannot stand Guar and wants them
0: eliminated. Sounds like yeah, uh, the 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 old lady from Surf Nazis must die. Yes. Uh, where does it go? And Same lady. Probably.
1: Uh, she has assembled the morality squad to accomplish her task. Their first mission is to steal Guar, uh, steal Guar lead singer, Odorous Yurungus' codfish of Cthulhu, cuttlefish of Cthulhu. When that is complete, they attempt to create Tiny, a super mutant beast whose only point in life is to eliminate Guar. With their backs against the wall, Guar and their manager, Sleazy P. Martini, that's fucking awesome, um, begin an all-out war against Edna Grambo and the Morality Squad. Uh, The video version of Guar's 1992 album, America Must Be Destroyed.
0: I want to see this. I do too. (laughs) Out of sheer morbid curiosity, I want to see this. Yep. It exists.
1: It's out there. Okay.
0: I need to find it. Yep. Wow. It's, it's a okay. thing. It's a, it's a thing. It is a thing. It is a thing. I've, heard, I've, I've always heard like, I, like an urban legend. <laughs> no, it's real. It's real. Um, speaking of seeing things. Yeah. We're going to see a movie next week. Yes, we are. Yes. And it just so happens I happen to be in the right combination of shifts to make both those movies happened. Nice. So the second one, the second one, Landon will be joining us. Oh, okay. Yes, he. I, I I felt so shitty that I forgot to look at the rating, and for some reason I thought I always felt the crow was like only like PG or whatever because it's not. There's not that bad, but I guess yeah. probably the heroin. Heroin. There's violence. Yeah, but the violence, um, I think. Isn't that, it's not, it's not like it's It's gory over the top, the hand thing, maybe, um, intensity.
1: Like when it came out,
0: that's what it was rated. Like it is technically considered a horror, I guess. Baffles me.
1: I don't understand how that
0: gets saddled with a horror label, but unless it's because technically he's a zombie, he's a a revenant, maybe that immediately puts it into, but
1: that doesn't make any sense.
0: I just anything that's a a revenant zombie whatever in that category immediately gets the, the horror tag. Walking Dead, well, is a horror show. I, it says I, horror on the description.
1: Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Van diet. Santa Clarita diet. Uh,
0: that's probably what? horror comedy. Hmm. Might have more of a comedy. Dark comedy, at yeah. least. Yeah. Anyway. So, but yeah. But so, Lanny can't go to the crow, but, um, but I do have the tickets, so we're good to go. Nice. Now we just figure out the transportation. And Brent, me, you got, you got, got transportation. I got the drive. You got Transpo. I got Transpo. Okay. Yeah. And then it's just Brent scheduling, because uh, okay. he's done. He's done work at three. I think he said on Fridays. Okay. So the show doesn't start until nine 9- nine thirty. So we got lots of time. Yeah. But so, but you know, he's he needs time to crimp himself put his face on exactly pretty himself up yes <laughs> i gotta, yeah, I gotta, I gotta to it.
1: find my black trench coat and get all angsty goth on everybody <laughs> <so>. <laughs> i'm just going for the show <laughs> <laughs> and i'm again- just i'm just hoping that it's not a fucking crowd participation like the uh Conan, when we went to go see Conan, oh. the kids were just like, shut the fuck up and watch the fucking movie. Yeah. So hope not. Hope not. What do you think? How many tickets do you think that that's going to sell?
0: Um, there is a way to find out. Yeah. Yes. Because their website. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Tells you. Yeah. They had what? 400 seats in the I theater. I think so. Yeah. And I didn't even look to see when I looked at it the other day, it was only at three ninety four. So that's, that's the regular, yeah, that's,
1: that's the regular amount of seats there. So I think we're going to be all right. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? But Uh,
0: I'll find it here. Going to see enter the dragon. Uh, Yeah. That's, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be a great, and it's a 35 millimeter. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. The way it's meant to be seen. Yes. Yep. I've watched that show
1: so many times on TV just to be able to get the, the full
0: big screen effect. Other than, uh, you know, uh, multiple times as a kid, but don't remember a lot of it uh, from that era. In my older and adult years, I've watched it maybe three times. Enter the Dragon. Yes. Yeah. Like I acknowledge it, it, is, it is great. It's just not, I don't go back to it all that often. Yeah. Game of Death. Is probably I, I've I have not watched any others really, yeah, dude. Head Game of, of Death J- I think is the only one
1: I've ever. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar makes a great appearance in Game of Death. Yeah, yeah, you would you would dig that one. On. There's there's a few few tropes like kung fu movie tropes come out of Game of Death. Okay, so like even Zach Wild uh, did a um, a spoof of that with his Overlord um Video, okay. So he had um, Shirley Williams. Do she was the uh, the the main boss at the end of the uh of the music video? Shirley Feeney from.
0: Okay, so. Okay, the Vernon Shirley show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, I was. Trying, Williams, Williams. What? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Interesting, Paul. It it is and it's funny and just like, oh, all right, look at that. I'm doing? almost there. <laughs> here we go. Um People must believe. All right, what are you doing? Don't do that. What what are you doing? What are you doing over there? I'm trying Giant... there, here we go. Um three hundred and eighty seven seats. Available. Oh, okay. I, so they have not pre-sold too many tickets no, yet. No,
1: no, no. I think we
0: might be okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. Crow. But but they're not assigned seats. No. So, good seats, we want to be there early. Yeah, first come, first serve. Yeah. That's not bad. I remember. But there's not too many bad seats in that place, nah, so. Nah,
1: There's, like, we sat in the back during those JAWS screenings. Yes. And they, they were perfectly fine.
0: The only one we were up front for was Tusk.
1: Yes, because we got there a little bit late. Yes. And we said, so like, oh, damn it. But, yeah, the Highland Theater is my idea of a perfect old school.
0: Yes. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a nice art house theater, and yep. that's exactly what it is. They get those art house stuff. Uh, it's nice to know that there is one close enough. I don't go to it enough. No. And I, I should for certain films. There's one uh, coming well, out that... Uh, for the, the new, longest time, we weren't allowed to. That's true. That is true. So yes. now that it's kind of
1: opening back up, you can scratch that itch a little bit more.
0: Um, are you familiar with the work of Wes Anderson? Yes. His new one, The French Dispatch? Unfamiliar uh, with that one. It's coming out. It's just coming out. Okay. And I know it's going to be at the Highland Cinema. There you go. I highly doubt. Chad won't see it. No. No. <laughs> well... Culture, or the uh, Capitol Theater, possibly? They, if if
1: anything brings it in, it'll be the film club. Yeah, those jerks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That makes no sense. That makes no sense. No. None whatsoever.
1: But, you no. know, what are you going to do? <sighs> do you know what you're going to do? Kick him in the taint with a cold boot. Game over, man.
0: Game over. This has been the Three Nose Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You're still here? It's over. Mm. Go home. Hey, y'all come back now. Yeah.